in the tranquil embrace of the night, you've arrived at the doors of another world, a world rich in sounds, sights, and stories that breathe with life. Welcome back to another expedition of sleepy voyages, where every tale takes you on a journey to the farthest corners of imagination and insight. Tonight, allow the sound of rustling leaves and the distant cries of jungle animals to transport you to the verdant heart of India. Before we tuck you in tonight, voyages of the night sky, we have a small but crucial request. As your eyelids grow heavy and the soothing tones of sleepy voyages guide you to the realm of dreams, remember the peace, serenity, and comfort that we bring to you every night. Just as a lighthouse guides lost ships in the darkness, your reviews help other restless dreamers find their way to us. By leaving a review and sharing your thoughts on your experience, you are reaching out to other insomniacs lost in the night, guiding them towards restful sleep. Take a moment before you drift away to click on the Leave a Review button on your podcast app. Help us extend our galaxy of tranquility to all those who seek the solace of sound sleep. And once you've done that, feel free to slip back under the covers of our sleep stories, ready to be whisked away on another sleepy voyage. Remember, your stars light the way for others. Every review, every rating helps us create a bigger, more beautiful universe of peace and rest. The Jungle Book, a collection of tales penned by Rudyard Kipling, paints a canvas of the wild, intertwined with the tale of a young boy named Mowgli. These stories, brimming with creatures of majesty and might, aren't just about adventures in the jungle. They are a chronicle of discovery. Every growl, whisper, and hoot hides a lesson. Lessons about identity, belonging, and the age-old dance between nature and nurture. Much like Mowgli, we all embark on our own journeys of self-discovery, navigating dense forests of doubt, scaling peaks of self-belief, and sometimes getting lost in valleys of confusion. Tonight's story is not just about a boy who grew up among wolves, but it's also about every one of us, seeking our own place in the vastness of the universe. With every word, feel the texture of the jungle underfoot, smell the heady fragrance of ancient trees, and let the tale of Mowgli guide you into a gentle realm of dreams and revelations. The Jungle Book, penned by Rudyard Kipling, whisks us away to the mesmerizing landscapes of India, where the thick jungles thrive with stories and secrets. At the heart of these tales is young Mowgli, a child found and nurtured by a family of wolves. Over time, he forms deep bonds with the animals of the jungle, each sharing their unique wisdom and lessons with the young boy. However, intertwined with the adventures and the camaraderie is a quest for identity. As Mowgli grapples with his dual nature, being neither solely a creature of the wild nor entirely a man, he embarks on a journey that teaches him about acceptance, 
resilience, and discovering who he truly is. While the vibrant setting breathes life into the narratives, it's the rich characters, each embodying a different aspect of life and society, that draw us into Mowgli's world. From the affable bear, Baloo, to the shrewd panther, Bagheera, and the formidable Shere Khan, each animal plays a pivotal role in shaping Mowgli's experiences and perceptions. They are not just characters in a story, but allegories guiding us to reflect on our personal journeys and the voices that influence our self-concept. But what truly sets the Jungle Book apart is its intricate weave of adventure and introspection. While the wilderness teems with action, with Mowgli often finding himself in heart-pounding predicaments, there's a parallel thread of soul-searching and realization running throughout. It's this juxtaposition that makes Kipling's work not just a story, but an exploration of the human spirit set against the backdrop of nature's raw beauty. Through Mowgli's eyes, the jungle unfurls not just as a physical realm, but also as a metaphorical space, prompting us to delve into our inner wilderness. The dilemmas he faces, the choices he makes, and the bonds he forms are but mirrors reflecting the universality of human experiences. It serves as a reminder that each of us, much like Mowgli, is on a continuous quest to carve our path, to understand where we belong, and to come to terms with our multifaceted identity. Close your eyes if you haven't already. Let the vast expanse of your mind transport you to the Indian subcontinent, a land rich in history, culture, and pristine nature. Can you hear the soft rustling of the leaves? The orchestra of nature begins as the whispers of the wind play gently with the verdant canopy overhead. Let's take a journey to an enchanting jungle, alive with mystery and wonder. Picture immense banyan trees with roots dangling from their branches like ancient wisps of memory, each one a silent witness to the tales that have transpired beneath their shade. Their leaves a deep green, shimmer and flicker as sunlight filters through, creating dappled patterns on the forest floor below. Birds of vibrant plumage flit from branch to branch, their melodic calls echoing forming a harmonious symphony with the distant chatter of a babbling brook. As the jungle thickens, trees stretch high, competing for that golden touch of the sun. Beneath them, thickets of bamboo stand tall and firm, their hollow sections knocking against one another in the breeze, producing a rhythmic and soothing song of their own. There's movement in the underbrush. A spotted deer cautiously emerges, its eyes wide and alert. It stops to graze, its every movement graceful, embodying the serenity of its surroundings. Nearby, a family of langur monkeys chatter animatedly, their playful antics a joyous testament to the vibrant life that flourishes here. You can almost feel the pulse of the jungle, the rhythmic heartbeat of every creature, plant, and whisper of wind. This is the setting of our story today, a vast and endless wilderness that's more than just a home. It's a universe of lessons, adventures, and profound discoveries. 
This is where Mowgli's tale unfolds, amidst the shadows and the light, amidst challenges and celebrations, and amidst the ever-present quest to truly understand oneself. Deep in the heart of India's dense forests, where trees stretch their arms towards the heavens and the air is thick with the scent of moist earth, young Mowgli thrived amidst the ever-pulsating life of the jungle. Raised by wolves and cared for by the fierce Bagheera and gentle Baloo, Mowgli's days were a whirlwind of enthralling escapades. Imagine the sight, a lean, nimble boy running with the grace of a panther, his feet barely kissing the ground. Birds of varied colors and songs would herald his presence, while monkeys, ever mischievous, playfully tried to mimic his every move. The jungle, with its cacophony of sounds and a myriad of colors, was Mowgli's playground, and every creature and crevice became a chapter of his story. Among his many adventures was the time he played games of dare with the slippery python, Carl or when he danced in the moonlight with the curious langurs, learning their acrobatic moves. At times he would rest on the back of the old, wise turtle, listening intently to stories of yesteryears, tales of the jungle that had been passed down through generations. Mowgli's relationship with the jungle animals was a testament to the universal language of empathy and understanding. There was trust, the deer would let him approach without fear, and the elephants would share their bathing spots with him, playfully spraying water and reveling in his delighted laughter. Yet, this harmony didn't come easily. It was a result of mutual respect and effort. He learned to understand their ways, their calls, their fears and their joys. In return, they recognized in him a spirit that was wild, yet compassionate a spirit that belonged to the jungle just as much as it did to the world of men. Through each adventure, Mowgli was crafting his identity, not merely as the man-cub, but as a bridge between the two worlds. The adventures, however playful or daring they might have been, held lessons of their own. Every encounter taught Mowgli something about survival, about relationships, and most importantly, about himself. Whether it was the protective embrace of Mother Wolf or the shared laughter with the lively otters, every experience was a thread in the intricate tapestry of his life, shaping his understanding of the world around him and his place within it. However, as he would soon learn, the jungle was not just a place of wonder. Challenges lurked in its shadows and Mowgli would need more than just his innate sense of adventure to navigate them. Baloo and Bagheera, seeing the challenges ahead, took it upon themselves to teach the young boy the laws of the jungle, a knowledge that would serve as his compass in the days to come. These are not just guidelines on how to survive, but deep-rooted principles about respect, understanding, and the intricate balance of nature. Mowgli listens intently, sometimes struggling with the weight of the knowledge, but always eager to learn. The bear's teachings center on recognizing the signs of the jungle, understanding the language of the different species, and knowing one's place amidst the vast ecosystem, not far away, often lounging gracefully on a tree branch or prowling silently, is Bagheera. 
While Balu focuses on the laws, Bagheera enlightens Mowgli about the subtleties of life. His lessons are more about intuition, strategy, and the deeper understanding of one's inner self. The panther's tales from his past, of a life before the jungle, offer Mowgli insights into adaptability and resilience. Bagheera's wisdom often touches upon the idea of duality, of how one can be both fierce and gentle, both a predator and a protector. Together, these two guardians paint a vivid picture of the world for Mowgli. Balu's structured teachings intertwine with Bagheera's fluid insights, providing the boy with a holistic education. It's through these lessons that Mowgli begins to understand his unique position in the jungle, a human heart beating amidst the wild. Yet, as he grapples with these teachings, there's an underlying theme that becomes evident. Mowgli's education isn't merely about living in the jungle. It's about discovering who he is in relation to the world around him. Baloo and Bagheera, in their own ways, are helping Mowgli recognize his strengths, understand his weaknesses, and above all, embrace his identity. The jungle, with its myriad sounds and sights, serves as a backdrop to this inner journey of self-discovery. These immersive sessions with Baloo and Bakira are not just for Mowgli's survival. They're about understanding the delicate balance between being and becoming, between one's nature and nurture. Through their patient guidance, Mowgli learns to respect the creatures around him, value the power of community, and most importantly, find his own voice amidst the cacophony of the jungle. As nights fall and days rise, the teachings continue, each lesson shaping Mowgli, preparing him for challenges ahead and guiding him toward a deeper understanding of himself. For in the heart of the jungle, amidst the tales of predators and prey, of danger and beauty, lies the timeless tale of identity, belonging, and the journey of self-awareness. In the heart of the Indian jungle, while Mowgli found himself embraced by some, there was one entity that always remained a looming, disapproving shadow, Shere Khan. This Bengal tiger, known for his fearsome might and cunning, didn't just represent a tangible threat to Mowgli's safety, but he was also the embodiment of an impending existential crisis. One must understand, in the intricate tapestry of the jungle's ecosystem, each being has its rightful place, and each follows an unwritten yet understood code. But Shere Khan, with his imperious attitude and disdain for the jungle laws, was a disruptor. Rumors about Shere Khan's intentions started circulating, whispered conversations among the trees. The leaves rustled with tales of his prowling closer to the wolf pack's territory, a daring move even for him. He didn't just want to challenge the physical boundaries, but was also intent on instigating doubt and fear. For the mighty tiger held a grudge, not just against the man-cub who lived amongst the wolves, but against the very idea of him. Animals far and wide began to notice the tiger's increasing invasions. Birds took to the skies, sending early warnings, and the usually playful monkeys observed him from a distance their playful chatter replaced by hushed tones. 
The streams seemed to murmur with caution, and the wind seemed to carry a note of warning, all because of the stealthy strides of the tiger that broke the usual harmonious rhythm of the jungle. But what made Shere Khan's presence even more formidable was the underlying message he brought with him. Mowgli was different, an anomaly, and while the wolf pack and some of his close allies saw beyond his human exterior, recognizing his heart, the tiger's constant challenge was a stark reminder that not everyone would or could see past the superficial differences. In Shere Khan's audacious moves and defiant roars, one might perceive the echoing challenges many face in their personal journeys to find and establish their identities. For every supporter or mentor in life, there might also be a detractor or a doubter questioning our choices and place. But such challenges, like the ever-persistent Shere Khan, serve not only as threats, but also as reminders. They emphasize the need for self-awareness, resilience, and above all, an unwavering sense of self. So within the sprawling landscape of the Jungle Book, Shere Khan wasn't just a character, but an essential catalyst. His very presence propelled the narrative forward, pushing Mowgli to not only recognize and defend his unique place in the jungle, but to also understand the deeper layers of his identity, an endeavor many embark upon in their own lifetimes. In the vast expanse of the Indian jungle, woven with thickets, vibrant foliage, and secrets hidden under every leaf, the presence of Shere Khan was both conspicuous and imposing. While his physical prowess as a majestic tiger was evident, it was his cunning and artful maneuvers that made him an even more formidable force. Shere Khan was not just a predator, he was a master tactician. Many in the jungle believed that strength came from raw power, but Shere Khan had long realized that true power often lay in influence and perception. Instead of using sheer force, he often employed psychological warfare, making allies with some of the jungle's creatures and turning them against others, especially against Mowgli. The tiger knew that in order to reclaim his throne of fear, he needed to isolate Mowgli from his protective circle of friends. By spreading tales of Mowgli's human origins and stoking the primal fears of the animals, Shere Khan sought to widen the chasm between Mowgli and the rest of the jungle. He whispered tales of man's fire, how it had consumed vast swaths of the wild and turned green paradises into barren wastelands. Every story, every rumor, was a thread in the tapestry of mistrust he was weaving. But why did Shere Khan employ such tactics? At the heart of it was his deep-rooted insecurity and envy. Mowgli, despite being a foreigner to the jungle ways, had managed to find a family, learn the laws, and even thrive. For Shere Khan, Mowgli's very existence was a stark reminder of his own limitations and the respect he had lost over the years. Thus, his manipulations were not merely for power, but to restore his wounded ego. Such tactics by Shere Khan were not just aimed at isolating Mowgli, 
but also to reaffirm to himself and the jungle that he was still to be feared and revered. However, in focusing so much on tactics and deceit, Shere Khan failed to understand the true essence of the jungle and its intricate web of relationships and trust. The wolves, the very guardians of the law of the jungle, find themselves divided. Every pack member, whether they had seen many moons or just a few, felt the weight of the decision they faced. Mowgli has become a topic of contention. For years he had been a brother among the wolves, growing under their protection and learning the ways of the wild. But as the saying goes, even the deepest roots can be swayed by a forceful wind. That force came in the form of whispers and doubts, sparked by the intimidating presence of Shere Khan. Some wolves believed that Mowgli, being different, brought instability to the pack, attracting dangers they had never faced before. They whispered about the human-like tricks he employed, the sparks of fire he could create, and the man-made weapons he could wield. These murmurs grew louder, feeding into the fears of those who felt that preserving the pack's tradition meant sending Mowgli away. Yet, not all were swayed by these concerns. There were those who remembered Mowgli's dedication to the pack, the sacrifices he had made, and the unique strengths he brought. They valued the man-cub for who he was, seeing not just the human in him, but the heart of a wolf that beat in sync with theirs. This split within the pack wasn't merely about one man, it reflected deeper questions that each wolf grappled with. What did it mean to be part of a pack? Was unity rooted in similarity? Or could it be built on a foundation of understanding and acceptance? While Mowgli's story is one of a human child lost and found in the wild, this juncture reminds listeners of a universal struggle. Every community, whether it's bound by blood, choice, or circumstance, faces moments of division. The crux often rests on whether differences are seen as threats or opportunities. Through the wolves' dilemma, Rudyard Kipling casts a mirror not just to the wild, but to every society, urging us to reflect on our prejudices, our fears, and most importantly, our capacity for acceptance. Imagine the dense, echoing heart of the jungle at night. The ancient trees stand tall, their massive trunks wrapped in vines and their canopies teeming with life. The jungle, with its symphony of sounds, the distant calls of night birds, the rustle of leaves, and the soft sounds of creatures moving in the dark, serves as a backdrop for a significant event about to take place. This is the Wolves' Council meeting. In a clearing, bathed in the silver light of the moon, the wolves of the Sioni pack gather. The rock, often referred to as the Council Rock, stands at the center of this gathering. It's a time for important decisions, for discussions that will determine the course of many lives. And tonight's meeting is no ordinary gathering. As the wolves settle, the air is thick with tension. Every wolf, young and old, senses the importance of the night. They have come together to decide on the fate of Mowgli, the man who has grown up amongst them. 
Whispers and murmurings fill the air as wolves converse in hushed tones. At the heart of the Council's concern is Mowgli's place amongst them. As he's grown, so has the attention and scrutiny he garners from the members of the pack. Many have come to accept and even love the boy as one of their own. They have seen him play, learn, and adapt to the ways of the jungle. Yet, some older wolves, influenced by external pressures, particularly the looming shadow of Shere Khan, see him as an outsider, a potential threat that the pack might be better off without. The debate becomes emotional. Arguments flare on both sides. Some wolves recall moments of kindness and bravery displayed by Mowgli, advocating for his continued acceptance. Others, swayed by fear and the weight of tradition, express their reservations about nurturing a creature that, by nature, belongs to the world of men. Mowgli, perched upon the Council Rock, watches the proceedings with a heavy heart. Each word, each sentiment weighs on him. He feels the piercing gaze of the pack, their thoughts and emotions laid bare. For Mowgli, this isn't just a council meeting. It's a reckoning with his identity, a confrontation with the very essence of who he is. In these moments, we witness the raw human experience of wanting to belong, of needing to be understood and accepted. It's a poignant reminder of the lengths we go to find our place in the world, of the hardships we endure, and the emotional toll of confronting those who might not see us for who we truly are. In this council meeting, the jungle mirrors our world. Just as Mowgli grapples with his place amongst the wolves, so too do we sometimes question where we fit in, which group we belong to, and how we define ourselves amidst external pressures. In these trying times, Mowgli begins to truly understand himself, laying the foundation for his eventual reconciliation with his dual identity. A curiosity, perhaps born from his human lineage, or perhaps a longing for a sense of belonging, pulled him towards the fringes of a village. It was a sight unlike any other. Stone and wood houses were juxtaposed against the canvas of green from where he emerged. The hum of human life echoed distinctively, vastly different from the calls and cries he was accustomed to. The aroma of cooking fires and spices wafted through the air, alien yet enticing to his senses. Cattle grazed, children laughed and played, while elders shared tales under the shade of ancient banyan trees. Mowgli observed from the shadows a silhouette of intrigue. He saw men and women working tirelessly in their fields, sowing seeds and reaping harvests, their routines dictated by the rhythms of nature. They weren't so different from the animals in the jungle, after all. They too were governed by their needs, their communities, and their cycles of life. The village was a tapestry of emotions, rich in colors of joy, love, ambition, and sometimes despair. Observing them, Mowgli felt an internal tug, a connection that transcended his jungle upbringing. These people, with their strange ways and customs, 
were also a part of him. They represented a facet of his identity that he was yet to fully understand or embrace. Intrigued by the allure of human interactions and societal norms, Mowgli found himself drawn deeper into the intricate web of village life. The intricacies of their language, the warmth of their touch, and the depth of their emotions all painted a vivid picture of a world Mowgli had been oblivious to. It was a journey of realization, an adventure different from the ones he had with his wild companions, yet equally profound. It wasn't just about discovering the world of men, it was about discovering a part of himself. The village, with its amalgamation of sounds, scents and sights, beckoned Mowgli, offering him a glimpse into the world of his ancestors and a chance to understand a facet of his existence that had, until now, remained cloaked in mystery. And as he stood at the threshold of two worlds, the boy who once knew only the language of the wild began his exploration of human existence, a voyage that would further shape his understanding of identity and belonging. The heart of the Indian jungles holds secrets and mysteries that often intertwine the wild with the civilized. Just on the fringe of this expansive green wilderness lay villages with mud-thatched homes, the aroma of freshly cooked meals, and the sounds of children playing. As Mowgli stepped into this world, it was a stark contrast to the thickets and calls of the animals he had grown up with. It was like stepping into another universe, yet it was a universe he was strangely familiar with. While the animals of the jungle operated by a different set of rules, the humans too had their own complexities. This is where he met Mesua, a woman of grace and kindness. She looked at Mowgli not as a stranger, but as if recognizing a lost son. For Mesua believed Mowgli to be her long-lost child, taken from her by a ferocious tiger many years ago. The depth of maternal emotion and hope in her eyes was impossible for Mowgli to ignore. Their bond was instantaneous. Under Mesua's care, Mowgli experienced the warmth of a mother's embrace, something he had missed since his days as a wolf pup nestled close to Raksha, the mother wolf. But alongside this warmth, he was also introduced to the world of men with its hierarchies, customs, and unwritten rules. In the village, Mowgli observed the toil of daily life. The women fetched water, while the men worked in fields or repaired homes. Children, not much different in their playful antics from the young animals of the jungle, ran around laughing, pulling each other's hair, and playing games under the vast open sky. Yet Mowgli felt both an outsider and an insider in this setting. His heart tugged at the memories of the jungle, while another part of him relished the sense of belonging among his own kind. Mesua taught him things Baloo and Bagheera never could, the way of humans. From the act of breaking bread together, to the significance of wearing clothes and participating in village traditions. Through her, he began to unravel the essence of humanity, with its blend of emotions, 
both pure and convoluted. One evening, as the golden hue of the setting sun cast a warm glow over the village, Mowgli sat with Mesua watching the villagers dance around a fire. The rhythmic beats of the drums and the melodic tunes of the flute filled the air, and in that moment, Mowgli realized that the human world, just like the jungle, had its own set of rhythms and melodies. And though different in many ways, there was an underlying thread of unity and connectedness in both. As days turned into weeks, the bond between Mesua and Mowgli grew stronger. Through her eyes, he saw the world of men not as a separate entity, but as an extension of the vast web of life he had always known. While the jungle had given him strength, agility and wisdom, Mesua's world introduced him to the profound depths of human emotion, vulnerability and the intricate dance of societal relationships. Yet, with this newfound understanding came the burgeoning realization of his unique position, not entirely of the jungle and not solely of the village. His heart was a melding of both. And as the days passed, this duality within him would shape his destiny in ways he could never have imagined. Deep within the dense green heart of the Indian jungle, Mowgli found himself at the threshold of young adulthood. While the forest whispered its nocturnal lullabies, a different kind of song stirred inside Mowgli, one of dreams and inner tumult. Each night, as the moonlight shimmered on the leaves, Mowgli's dreams transported him into an intricate maze of memories and emotions. He remembered the joy of his first hunt, the scent of the wet earth after the monsoons, and the melodies of the birds that once served as his morning alarm. But intertwined with these fond recollections were dreams of fiery eyes watching him from the dark, reminders of his human origins, and an unsettling feeling that perhaps he didn't entirely belong to the world of the wolves or that of men. These dreams weren't just abstract thoughts, they were Mowgli's heart and soul grappling with an age-old question, who am I? It's a quest for identity, something we all, in our own unique ways, seek answers to. As the man-cub lay ensconced in his favorite spot in the jungle, the dream realms presented scenarios where he was neither wholly a creature of the jungle nor entirely a human. One such dream found Mowgli at the center of a vast golden grassland, where neither the hum of the jungle nor the chatter of the village reached. He was alone, surrounded by the vast expanse, symbolizing the solitude that sometimes accompanies our quests for self. The isolation wasn't suffocating, but it whispered tales of a young boy torn between two worlds, seeking a balance, a harmony, a place where he felt complete. But dreams, as ethereal as they are, often hold mirrors to our deepest fears and desires. Mowgli's recurring dreams were not just a source of confusion, they were a gateway to understanding himself better. They underscored his dual identity, a boy raised by wolves, yet undeniably human. As the first light of dawn painted the sky in hues of amber and gold, Mowgli would often wake up with a heavy heart, 
weighed down by these dreams. The ever-present sounds of the jungle, which were once purely comforting, now felt like a complex symphony, mirroring his own feelings of happiness, doubt, longing and love. It's worth pondering on how the dreamscape offers a refuge for our most profound contemplations. Like Mowgli, each one of us, at various junctures in our life, grapples with dreams that unsettle us, that push us to confront our true selves, and that ultimately guide us toward a deeper understanding of who we are. In these dreams, Mowgli wasn't just discovering the jungle or the village, he was discovering himself. In the heart of the Indian jungle, where the towering trees entwined with vines met the soft earth, secret rendezvous took place. Mowgli, having encountered the world of men and the callings of the village, found himself increasingly drawn back to the world he once knew, a world that whispered to him of freedom and the rawness of nature. The lush canopies and murmuring streams served as the background for these secret meetings with two of his most trusted companions, Bagheera, the sleek black panther, and Baloo, the wise old bear. These meetings were not merely a reminiscence of the days gone by, but more of a space for Mowgli to confide his emotions, hopes and struggles. Bagheera, with his nocturnal wisdom and grace, would listen intently, reflecting the gleaming moonlight in his eyes. He often reminded Mowgli of the strengths he possessed, the agile balance between man and wild that resided within him. They were gentle reminders of the need for harmony, understanding, and the importance of holding on to one's roots, even when the world outside beckoned with new experiences. In these secret gatherings, the trio would sometimes lie on the banks of the Wangunga River, staring at the reflection of stars, sharing stories and dreams. The river, with its never-ending flow, symbolized the continuum of Mowgli's life journey. It was a reminder that just as the river effortlessly meanders through forests and villages, Mowgli too had the capacity to fluidly navigate between his dual identities. Through these secret meetings, Mowgli began to understand that his identity wasn't a choice between the world of men and that of the jungle. Instead, it was a rich tapestry woven with threads from both realms. Bagheera and Baloo, in their unique ways, provided Mowgli with insights, love, and the clarity he needed to chart his own path amidst the wilderness of his emotions and experiences. In the dense canopy of the Indian jungles, tensions were palpable. It wasn't just another day for young Mowgli and his loyal companions. This day marked the precipice of a culmination of events that had been building since the boy first set foot in the heart of the wilderness. And one of those challenges was the formidable tiger, Shere Khan. The jungle had its laws, its rhythm, and its code. Every animal knew their place and role in the vast ecosystem, but Shere Khan's relentless pursuit of Mowgli disrupted this harmony. The tiger's disdain for the man-cub was not solely rooted in his predatory instincts. Instead, it stemmed from a complex interplay of territory, power, and the age-old conflict between man and beast. 
as the days neared the inevitable confrontation, Mowgli, with the guidance of wise Palu and astute Bagheera, began to hatch a plan. Their strategy sessions took place under the cover of night, hidden away in secluded caves or atop ancient trees where prying eyes couldn't spy on them. They dissected the behavior and patterns of Shere Khan, seeking vulnerabilities and identifying strengths. After all, knowing your enemy is half the battle won. Balu, with his profound knowledge of the jungle's ways, imparted survival tactics that the beasts of the forest had practiced for ages. Simple maneuvers and tricks, but crucial in a face-off with a creature as fierce as the tiger. Bagheera, on the other hand, emphasized agility, stealth, and strategic thinking. The panther's own past confrontations with the tiger provided invaluable insights, but it wasn't just a physical strategy. Much of the plan depended on psychological warfare. Mowgli, having been brought up among the wolves, learned the importance of pack unity and the collective strength of the jungle. He sought to rally the animals, making them recognize the common threat Shere Khan posed, not just to him, but to the very fabric of the jungle society. However, these sessions were not just about bracing for battle. They were also periods of introspection for Mowgli. He wrestled with the weight of responsibility, understanding that the impending showdown was about more than just his own survival. It was about the harmony of a world that had accepted him, loved him, and in many ways forged his identity. Through these meticulous preparations and strategy sessions, Mowgli was not only learning how to tackle the immediate threat of Shere Khan, but was also coming to terms with a deeper realization. A journey of identity, where we too, at different junctures, must prepare, strategize, and confront the many challenges that test our spirit and character. Within the dense underbrush, shadows played tricks with the eyes. Every rustle, every distant hoot, held the promise of impending action. The jungle was alive, not just with its usual cacophony, but with a tension that made even the bravest animals hold their breath in anticipation. At the heart of this gathering storm was the notorious Shere Khan, the tiger who prowled with a limp, a reminder of his past encounters with men. His eyes, yellow and piercing, constantly scanned the horizon for his adversary. But this wasn't just about a hunt, it was a vendetta. For Shere Khan, Mowgli represented everything he despised, the intrusion of man in the natural order of the jungle. But Mowgli was no ordinary man. Raised by wolves, mentored by the wise panther Bagheera and the steadfast bear Baloo, he had the heart of the jungle beating within him. He knew the secret whispers of the trees, the silent language of the streams, and the tales the wind carried. But with Shere Khan, it wasn't just about knowing the jungle. It was about understanding the beast, the burning rage, and the wounded pride that drove him. The two adversaries stood facing each other, a palpable energy between them. Around them, the jungle waited, 
a silent witness to this battle of wills. The confrontation wasn't just physical, it was a dance of minds, a chess game where every move was calculated, every glance held meaning. Sher Khan, with his imposing physique and years of experience, held the advantage in sheer strength. But Mowgli had something the tiger lacked, a unique blend of human ingenuity and jungle intuition. Mowgli had his identity, that intricate tapestry woven from threads of both the jungle and humanity. This was his strength. The confrontation played out, a test of endurance, wit, and resolve. It was more than a fight between man and beast. It was a clash of ideologies, of two worlds colliding. It was the culmination of Mowgli's journey, his trials, tribulations, and the very essence of his existence. In that electrifying moment, under the canopy of ancient trees and amidst the gaze of countless animals, Mowgli wasn't just fighting for survival. He was fighting for his identity, for his place in the grand tapestry of life. As the dust settled and the echoes of the confrontation faded, the jungle returned to its rhythms. While Mowgli had always been raised amidst the verdant jungle, nurtured by wolves and guided by the wise Baloo and Pleek Bagheera, he had also experienced the world of men. The jungle and its creatures were an intrinsic part of him. Its rhythms, its ethos and its challenges had shaped him. Yet within him, there was an undeniable connection to the human world, with its own set of intricacies and allure. The human village, with its structured huts, the smell of cooking fires, and the rhythm of its daily life, was a stark contrast to the wilderness. Mowgli's bond with Mesua had given him a glimpse into the world of humans, their emotions, their challenges, and their incredible capacity for love and kindness. In the village, Mowgli discovered another facet of himself, an aspect that connected him to his human lineage. This dual identity presented Mowgli with a unique conundrum. In the jungle, he was not completely a beast, and in the village, he wasn't entirely a man. He was a mosaic of both worlds, a blend of the wild and the domesticated. Many a time, as he sat on a lofty branch, looking out at the horizon where the dense forest met the expansive sky, Mowgli would contemplate on this duality. What did it mean to belong? And more importantly, was it necessary to choose? The beauty of Mowgli's journey is not in the choice he makes, but in the realization that he didn't have to be confined by labels or definitions. He was not just a man-cub or just a village boy. He was both. His experiences both in the jungle and in the village were threads that wove the fabric of his being. Each thread, unique in its texture and hue, contributed to the tapestry of his identity. As the nights would grow longer and the stars brighter, Mowgli learned that embracing one's multifaceted identity is a strength, not a confusion. To know the heartbeats of both the jungle and the village and to move seamlessly between them was a gift. In this understanding, he found a profound sense of peace, 
realizing that his identity was not an either-or, but a harmonious blend of both. Mowgli's introspection serves as a gentle reminder that our identities are vast and multidimensional. The layers and nuances that make up who we are should not be seen as contradictions, but as enriching facets that provide depth and breadth to our existence. To the animals of the jungle, he was an anomaly. Unlike them, he walked upright, possessed no fangs or claws, and had a curiosity that often got him into tricky situations. Yet, he was more than just an outsider. With his persistence, the knowledge imparted by Baloo and Bagheera, and his undying sense of loyalty, he earned a place in the heart of the jungle's community. They saw him as one of their own, albeit different, guiding him and protecting him, teaching him the ways of the wild. On the other hand, in the world of humans, Mowgli was akin to a legend. The boy raised by wolves, who spoke to animals and knew the secrets of the jungle, was both a marvel and a mystery. Yet even in the village, where customs and traditions were starkly different, Mowgli found echoes of the jungle's teachings. The sense of community, the importance of respect, and the intrinsic need for balance, albeit manifested differently, were as prevalent in the village as they were in the heart of the jungle. As Mowgli matured, he began to realize the weight and responsibility of his dual identity. He was neither solely a creature of the jungle, nor just a human boy. He was a fusion of both, embodying the essence of two worlds. This duality, rather than pulling him apart, gave him strength. He acted as a conduit of understanding, a bridge that connected two realms that often stood at odds. With his presence, animals began to see humans not just as threats or invaders, but as beings with their own stories, dreams, and fears. Similarly, humans, through tales of Mowgli's adventures, started viewing the jungle not merely as a wild, chaotic expanse, but as a living entity, teeming with life, wisdom, and mysteries. In this dance between identities, Mowgli showcased the beauty of diversity and coexistence. His journey teaches us that sometimes we are not meant to fit neatly into predefined boxes. Instead, our strength lies in embracing the mosaic of experiences and cultures that shape us, in bridging gaps and in fostering understanding. For in the end, it's not about choosing one world over the other, but about harmonizing them blending the melodies of both into a symphony that resonates with the rhythm of life. Like Mowgli, there might be times you felt torn between two worlds, trying to fit into one while feeling the pull of the other. Standing at this jungle crossroads, take a deep inward breath. Feel the weight of external expectations and opinions rise with the inhale and let them go as you exhale. It's natural to seek guidance, but remember, the compass to your identity lies within you. There might be moments of doubt where the noise from the jungle and the world beyond muddles your thoughts, 
leading to questions like, where do I belong? What's my purpose? Is this the right path for me? It's all right to have these questions. They're a part of the growth, part of the self-discovery journey. Every individual's journey is unique, and it's essential to understand that the crossroads you stand upon is an opportunity for introspection. It's a place to be still, listen to your heartbeat, and feel the true essence of who you are. Think about the choices you've made and the paths you've taken. Celebrate them, for they have shaped you. The paths not taken, the choices left behind, have equal importance, for they've given direction by contrast. Life might not always provide clear answers, but with self-awareness and acceptance, you'll find that the direction you seek often emerges from the quiet whispers of your heart. Trust in that voice. Believe in the strength of your identity, for it is forged by experiences, dreams, values, and desires unique to you. And as you ponder on this in the serene embrace of the imagined jungle, feel a deep sense of calm enveloping you. The journey to self-discovery is ongoing, an eternal dance between reflection and experience. Embrace it, for it shapes the essence of who you are. In the vast expanse of the jungle, every rustling leaf, every distant call of a bird, and every whispering wind carries a story. A story that, if listened to closely, mirrors our very own journey. The journey of discovering who we are amidst the noise, challenges, and expectations. The dense canopy of the jungle overhead shelters an array of life, with each living being carving its path, learning, adapting, and evolving. Similarly, life presents us with diverse experiences, some vivid like the colorful plumage of a peacock, others mysterious like the shadowed underbrush. These experiences shape our identity much like how the animals of the jungle influence Mowgli's journey of self-discovery. Now, imagine the softness of the jungle floor beneath you, the gentle touch of ferns, and the tickling sensation of curious creepers. With each step you take, let go of any weight you carry from the outside world. The uncertainty of identity the quest to fit in, the burden of expectations, release them into the forgiving earth beneath. Picture a tranquil stream nearby, its water flowing smoothly over pebbles and stones, each ripple reflecting the stars above. Like that stream, let your thoughts flow. Any notions of doubt or insecurity, allow them to wash away replaced by a calm clarity, much like Mowgli must have felt when he understood the two worlds he belonged to. Breathe in the rich, earthy scent of the jungle, a mix of blossoms, wet earth, and age-old trees. With each inhalation, take in the strength, wisdom, and serenity the forest offers. Exhale any lingering hesitations, letting the gentle winds carry them away. For as the jungle cradles its inhabitants, guiding and nurturing them, you too are embraced by the universe, 
destined to uncover the mosaic of your true self. And now, as the heart of the jungle beats in tandem with your own, feel a warmth enveloping you, wrapping you in a comforting embrace. This warmth is the culmination of your journey, a testament to the power of understanding, accepting, and celebrating one's unique identity. Let this sense of tranquility seep into every fiber of your being as you drift into the realm of dreams. Within this serene landscape, let your mind wander, exploring the depths of your identity, free from judgment or constraint. Here, at the confluence of dream and reality, find rest, rejuvenation, and a deeper connection to the essence of who you are. May your sleep be as peaceful as the stillness of the jungle under a canopy of stars. Safe travels on this voyage of self-discovery. Good night, dear listener. Sleep well. <laughs>